Podcast One production. Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thank you for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 30th of November. The Prime Minister says Australia is on track to have a COVID vaccine rolled out in the first quarter of next year. Scott Morrison says the four jabs they've invested in are all showing extremely strong signs, telling 60 Minutes there's one key priority. They must be safe. There will be no compromises on safety and on health. And uh, that vaccine has to be good enough for me and my family for it to be good enough for everybody else and their families too. While as the world waits for a COVID vaccine, America's top infectious diseases expert has praised the way Australia has handled the COVID-19 crisis. Dr Anthony Fauci has told the Australian newspaper Australia is the model in managing the pandemic, saying the lockdowns helped stop the surge in cases and were the best way to minimise longer-term economic damage. Meantime, Dr Fauci fears cases will dramatically increase in about two to three weeks in the US as Americans return from travelling for Thanksgiving and the peak winter season also hits. More positive signs, the Australian economy is recovering faster than expected, with more than 2 million Australians coming off JobKeeper last month. While travel restrictions in place across the country due to the pandemic also saw carbon emissions fall to their lowest levels in three decades. Record temperatures have swept the nation across the weekend as a heat wave hit. Sydney sweltered through its hottest night on record on Saturday evening and it was the first time in history the city saw two consecutive days in November above 40 degrees. Our reporter Siobhan Caulfield has more. That's right, Tash. Sydney siders are finally feeling relief this morning after suffering through a stifling weekend. That cool change has arrived. The temperature at Sydney Airport dropping from 35 degrees down to 26 in just 20 minutes. But more than 50 bush and grass fires are still burning in the state after a weekend which brought temperatures over 40 degrees and hot winds reaching up to 100 k's an hour in parts. Fireys have been working through the night with a blaze at Falcon Bridge in the Blue Mountains, downgraded from a watch and act to advice level. They've also managed to gain the upper hand over a fire at Northmead. But it was a different story yesterday, the blaze damaging a home with helicopters needing to dump water from nearby Parramatta Lake to get on top of the blaze. Thankfully, the threat to property has eased for both fires, but our crews do remain on high alert, Tash, because while we do have some reprieve today, we're expecting another spike in temps tomorrow, up to 40 degrees forecast for Sydney's west. Meantime, in South Australia, temperatures also soared over the weekend, with Port Augusta and Coobapedi hitting 46 degrees. And records are set to be broken across many parts of Queensland today, with temperatures predicted to increase to as high as 45 degrees. And with summer officially starting tomorrow, the hot, dry and windy conditions are already causing concern for firefighters. Rosemary Barr from the Weather Bureau says parts of Queensland and New South Wales will see some heightened dangers today and tomorrow, with strong winds forecast to challenge the crews. We'll continue to see a very warm temperatures during the Monday period about the particularly inland and central northern parts of the country. So that's inland New South Wales, particularly in the north and in southeast Queensland. The coastal areas can expect a little bit of relief during the early parts of the week. 
And a new development in the death of football legend Diego Maradona with his doctor's home and office raided. The 60-year-old last week suffered a fatal heart attack at his home. His lawyer is now calling for a full investigation, claiming the first ambulance took half an hour to arrive as attempts to revive the football great failed. Now for a look at what else is making news around the country this Monday morning. First to Adelaide and South Australians are being urged to get COVID tests after an infected man allegedly broke home quarantine and went shopping. Our reporter Sean Maynard has more. South Australians are being told to get tested even if they don't have any coronavirus symptoms after an infected man skipped out of quarantine and visited a number of suburban shops and businesses. The man aged in his 30s caught the virus as a casual contact at an English language class at Flinders University. Now the uni's entire Sturt campus has been shut down for cleaning. Staff are now assisting contact traces. The campus, along with a big W, a food lane at a Kmart store They've been declared high-risk locations for anyone who was at the stores last Sunday afternoon. The state's chief public health officer calling it a concerning turn of events. She says anyone who visited those locations at the selected times needs to get themselves tested. South Australia didn't record any more cases of COVID yesterday as more than 2,000 people were prepared to come out of quarantine after returning a second negative test. Now, Despite the development, the state still plans on easing restrictions on private and public gatherings tomorrow and the hard border with Victoria will officially be ditched tonight. Meantime, in Victoria, business groups are calling for office workers to be able to take their masks off while sitting at desks as more employees start returning to the CBD in Melbourne. James Lake has the details. Thank you, Tash. Businesses in Melbourne are about to have up to 25% of their workforce returning to offices from today. But there's a catch not many people are very happy about. Workers are still required to wear face masks while sitting at their desks. Now, business groups say that workers won't actually want to come back into the city if they have to keep a mask on all day long. And many big companies, including the Commonwealth Bank and ANZ, have told staff at their national headquarters they can keep working from home for now. The office mask rules contrast to hospitality settings, though, where people are able to take their masks off while sitting at a table in a restaurant. In New South Wales, a five-year-old boy is set to undergo surgery after being mauled by the family dog. Our reporter, Dan Flegg, has this report. Thanks, Tash. A five-year-old boy's been attacked by the family dog in Lake Macquarie in New South Wales. Police say he was bitten on the neck at his home in Sunshine Parade in Sunshine at around 4.30 yesterday afternoon. The child was treated at the scene before being airlifted to Westmead Children's Hospital where he's expected to undergo surgery while the dog, which authorities describe as a Rottweiler-type breed, is now set to be euthanised. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this Monday morning by Peter Switzer from switzer.com.au. Peter, the stock market, this is great news, is set to have its best month in trading since 1988. Yep, by the end of trading today, it's likely that the Australian stock market would have had its best month since 1988, as you said. Now, interestingly, that followed the stock market crash of 1987 and shows share market slumps are typically followed by strong rebounds, with a day's trading to go, we're up 10.9% 
for the month. So how come? Well, there's historically low interest rates and the government's budget spending is about the biggest in the Western world to fight the virus with JobKeeper as the star program. Our banks have been told by government to say yes rather than no. Our virus fighting, except for Victoria, is world class and vaccine use is getting better by the day. That will do it and is expected to continue, which will be great for your job and your super. And the Chinese tariff fallout continues, this time affecting one of Australia's biggest winemakers. Yes, Tash, and probably the only negative for the economy at the moment is this trade spat with China. Beijing is playing hardball, putting bans and tariffs on products such as barley, meat and others. But wine is the latest local product copying it. Treasury Wines makes many brands, but Penfolds Grange is its most famous. And the company's wines face a 212% tariff on its exports that are 40% of our $1.3 billion wine trade with China. And now market analysts expect the company's profit will fall 30%, and that's how much the share price has fallen since China turned up the heat on Aussie producers as payback for being too close to the US and banning companies such as Huawei. And Victoria could become a coronavirus fighting hub, Peter. Yes, Tash, this is from the funny old world of business, with some saying Victoria could become a coronavirus and pandemic hub, despite the fact that the virus cost the state an estimated 200,000 jobs, contributed to a state budget deficit of $23.3 billion, and will send the government's net debt to almost $155 billion in the next three years. And there was a matter of 800 lives lost as well. But Victoria's reputation for medical science research has not been hurt. And it's why the local boss of pharmaceuticals giant Bristol Myers Squibb, whose Australian headquarters is in Melbourne, says the state is in a unique position as a global hub for disease-fighting research and testing, as well as manufacturing of virus-fighting products. It's good news. Peter, thank you so much. Now let's check sport this Monday morning with Tony Squires. And Tony, a big loss and a big win in the cricket last night for the Aussies. Yes, Tash. They beat India to claim the ODI Series 2-0, but they lost David Warner to what could be a serious groin injury. He hit 83, another century opening stand with Aaron Finch, but then he was injured diving in the field. He could miss up to six weeks. It's a huge hole for the Aussies to fill over the summer. Australia's win was set up with another century from that man, Steve Smith. His 100 coming off 62 deliveries. Glenn Maxwell, 63 off 29, was absolutely white hot, getting the Aussies to fall for 389. A, a brilliant 89 from Virat Kohli wasn't enough. India falling 51 runs short. Uh, and congratulations to the Sydney Thunder, by the way, winning WBBL 6 in an absolute canter. Yeah, absolutely. Now, an honourable draw in the boxing between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Is there anything like an honourable draw? Not exactly sure how honourable it was, Tash, <laughs> but both of the boxes. This is the over-50s exhibition bout in Los Angeles. They were both happy with the result. Most people thought Iron Mike was a clear winner. He certainly looked fitter, sharper and, well, scarier. Uh, rapper Snoop Dogg, who was part of the Bizarre Pre-Fight Entertainment, described it as, quote, like two of my uncles fighting at the barbecue. <laughs> no, matter, no matter how good the sausages are, I'm not sure I want to be at that barbecue. Oh, Tony, good for a laugh on a Monday. Now, if the Wallabies are to win the Tri-Nations Trophy, gee, it would be entertaining. Wouldn't it? They'd have to thrash Argentina by 101 points to sneak past New Zealand after the All Blacks beat the Pumas 
38-0. Now, if Australia wins with the bonus point, they'll finish level with the All Blacks, but the points differential is massive, given that the Aussies couldn't score a try in their 15-all draw last time they played Argentina. The century win looks a pretty long shot. Oh, Snoop Dogg gets play of the week, I think, with that comment. Tony, thanks so much. <laughs> Bye now. Checking the weather details around the country this Monday morning after that very hot weekend across many parts of Australia. Brisbane, much cooler temperatures today, 31 and mostly sunny. Much cooler for Sydney, 24 and partly cloudy. 25 and mostly sunny for Melbourne this Monday. 25 degrees also on the way for the national capital and partly cloudy. 22 and mostly sunny for Hobart. Mostly sunny today for Adelaide. A little cooler, 33 the expected top this Monday. 20 degrees in clearing shower on the way for Perth and possible thunderstorms and a top of 34 for Darwin. And you think you've had a big weekend? Well, spare a thought for one very tired and emotional squirrel that has captured the world's attention and has gone viral. This little guy accidentally got a little tipsy from eating fermented pears. Kathleen Morlock was cleaning out her fridge in her home in Minnesota, telling Fox 9 the squirrel named Little Red enjoyed them a little too much. I was noticing that he was acting funny, like he was he was tipping back a little bit and he was just kind of weird. I'm like, oh, that's odd. I'm like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> and then it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, oh no, those pears were so old. I bet you they fermented. <laughs> and then I got drunk and I did not mean to do that. Must have been the heat. The squirrel is in good spirits and healthy. Katie says he returned even for a sneaky little hangover breakfast the next day. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. Please rate and review and you can follow us on your socials at Your Morning Agenda on Instagram. I'm Natasha Belling. Thank you so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.